wherever you are, whoever you're with, make sure that you actively pursue the awakening of appreciation for the gifts that you currently have. Welcome to Spiritually Hungry. It's summertime. Do you know what that means, Michael? That means that many of our listeners are traveling and busy. So, and so uh, are we. It means we'll be releasing many episodes each week in place of our usual longer ones. And then the full length episodes will resume in the fall. On a cold January morning, a man at the metro station in Washington, D.C., started to play the violin. He played six Bach pieces for about 45 minutes. Since it was rush hour, thousands of people passed through the station. A few slowed briefly to listen, and after several minutes, the violinist received his first tip. A woman threw a dollar in his till as she dashed past. The one who paid the most attention was a three-year-old boy. Only six people stopped and listened for a while, and the violinist collected $32. Nice. When he finished playing, no one noticed. No one applauded, nor was there any recognition. The violinist was Joshua Bell, one of the top musicians in the world. And that day he played one of the most intricate pieces ever written for the violin on a Stradivarius worth $3.5 million. Two days before this day at the subway, Joshua Bell had sold out a theater in Boston where the average seat cost was $100. He was playing incognito in the metro station as part of a social experiment about perception. Because people didn't have a way to judge the value of what they were hearing, most of them failed to appreciate it. So the tip to keep in mind this summer, right? One of many is appreciation. And it's the hardest appreciation, appreciation, especially for things that matter most to us, which would be our health, our freedom, our relationships, our children, our loved ones. And those are the things we take for granted the most because they seem like they're there. They're obvious. It's something we get to participate or experience in every single day. So we start to focus on the things we want next and we appreciate those opportunities when we stop looking at what we already have. How many of us move through our lives? We're surrounded by beauty and love, but because it's human nature to focus on lack, we fail to truly see. And I think most people would consider themselves grateful for what they have. But again, I think in this way that we navigate and approach life, it's kind of, you know, what's next? What can I gain? What can I do more of? What can I have? And the biggest mistake, our biggest blinder is that when we lose appreciation, we tend to feel like we don't love, right? We think that what we once valued is no longer valuable. But when you lose appreciation, you can't access that love. And I've shared this story before, but I think it's a really powerful one. At least it was for me. And it kind of, I think from that moment on, when I had this realization, it changed the way that I awakened because it's something you have to awaken. It's not something that's going, you'll have moments of it, but then it's going to wane because again, it's just human nature. So it was when our oldest son, David was going through puberty those years and he's our oldest. So it was kind of new to us. I also don't have brothers. So the way I think different sexes handle that stage of life is also different. So it was all, it was all new for me. So he started to talk back. He got a mouth on him. But there was one particular day, and he's a great kid, but like that was just the overwhelming experience at that time. And this one day, he was 14 years old, and he dashed towards me enthusiastically. And he's like, guess what? Guess what? Abba, which he calls you, is going to come to my 
baseball game. Isn't that great? And, and he can record it for you. And I was like, oh, I was like, David, when is the game? And he says, oh, it's on this day at this time. And I said, well, it's great because actually I can make that. I can come to that in person. So Abba doesn't need to record it. And he started shifting from one foot to the other. His eyes were like looking at the ground, looking down at the ground, looking back up. And he's not making eye contact with me. And I'm like, what is going on? I said, David, I don't understand. I can come to your game. You know, why would Abba record it? And finally, <laughs> finally admits that my eight-month pregnant stomach made him uncomfortable around his friends because now they all knew how babies were made. And oh my God, the imagine, right? So I felt rejected and I felt hurt. And I, if I'm completely honest, which I was with myself in that moment, I wasn't feeling the love and appreciation I had felt for him all the years before. You know, I looked back to when he was first born, he made me a mother for the first time. I looked back to how I felt when I held him in my arms or how his hair stood up a certain way or his breath or his skin on my skin. Like the over, like I could cry just because I remember that feeling so well and that level of appreciation. Now, was David a different person? No, his soul was exactly the same, but my experience of him was very different in that moment because he was showing me a different part of him, but also I was losing sight of who he really was because I was focused on what I was noticing, which was maybe lack or worried that this is the new him. And then I realized, no, he is always there. It's my, it's my responsibility to remember that and to help awaken that. So it really shifted how I understood the importance of appreciation, especially in those relationships that matter most to you and how it's on us, each one of us, the responsibility to awaken that for those that you, that you want to keep close to you. I mean, for everything really, but especially the big things, which again are the ones that we lose first. Yeah, for sure. I would only add to that, that like you said, the reality is in relationships and anything that's important to us, it's human nature to lose appreciation. And unless you actively and in strong ways take the time to notice, to, to create and awaken deeper and deeper appreciation, the reality is even the most beautiful gifts that you have will start losing their meaning to you. And worst, you will think that they're not important to you anymore. And I've seen that, we've seen that very often in relationships where people did not do the work. And it is work to make sure that you're focusing on what you appreciate about your partner, what you appreciate about your gifts. Because that is the only way to be able to maintain your ability to hold them in the place they're meant to be. So how many relationships end because the person says, oh, I don't, like you said, I don't feel that love anymore. But the reason you don't feel that love year five, seven, ten into marriage is because you didn't spend the first seven years actively awakening appreciation. So I think what we're, what we're saying here is that a tip for this summer, wherever you are, whoever you're with, make sure that you actively pursue the awakening of appreciation for the gifts that you currently have, because that's the only way to make sure that you will hold them in the place that they're meant to be and be able to receive from them the great blessings, light, goodness that they're meant to bring into your life. And I just want to point out, often we are busy complaining that we're not getting enough from life, or we're not supported by a romantic partner, or we aren't appreciated by our family, right? Usually the narrative is very much focused on what am I getting or not getting versus what am I awakening within myself and being able to give an offer. 
it's almost always because we're the ones who are not appreciative. It's not the other way around. So if you want something and it's cliche, right? But first you have to give it away. So think of your life as a farm. It provides fruit and vegetables time and time again. But if you keep taking and never give back, don't tend to anything, replant seeds, fertilize, water and nurture it, will it keep providing for you? And I, it's such a good analogy to keep in mind. You need to appreciate all the beautiful fruits of your life, harvest them, enjoy them fully, and then give back by tending and nurturing the things that are most precious to you, especially in the days that we find it most difficult to cultivate appreciation. I think about this one thought that the odds of ever being born are one in 400 trillion. So if you wake up with that every morning, then just be grateful that you that you're here and you get to you get to ride this ride and, and have this life, whatever you make of it. Absolutely. And I think that that point, which I think is maybe the point that we want our listeners to go into this week with is nurture your life and the blessings that you currently have. And that's the most powerful way to keep them flourishing for you. And the best way, the most important way to to take care of your life and your blessings in your example your field is to make sure that you are consistently and this is not natural and this is important work actively pursuing appreciation take the time to make a list take the time to think take the time to be overwhelmed with the blessings you currently have and then they will be sustained and then they will continue flourishing and giving you great goodness Stay spiritually angry. Happy summer.